Welcome to Charlie Jane Speakers Radio. This is the show where we share speaking tips, tools, and resources to help you grow your public speaking business. Our goal at Charlie Jane is to get you, the speaker, on the platform in front of thousands of people so that you can teach and motivate your audience, enriching and empowering them to lead fulfilling lives. And now, here's your host, Wendy McNeil. Hi there, it's Wendy McNeil here with Charlie Jane Speakers, and thank you for listening in to today's podcast. Today I'm going to talk about uh, executing a direct mail campaign, executing a direct mail campaign for your speaking business. It's going to be a great podcast. Um, First, I want to welcome you over to our free Facebook group. I like to do this at the beginning of each podcast. It is called Grow Your Speaking Business. Grow Your Speaking Business. We are over on Facebook. An easy way to get there also is in your browser, you can type www.speakingbizcommunity.com. That will also get you over to our Facebook group. It is an amazing, amazing group. I cannot say enough awesome things about the group. We have speakers in there that are just thinking about starting a business. Um, They're into it just a couple years. And we have speakers that have been in there for 20 to 30 years. So it is a great space, and everyone is so willing to help each other out. So hop on over there. I will look forward to seeing you. Now, today I want to talk about executing your next direct mail campaign. Now, as many, um, as many of my own Charlie J members know, I am a huge, huge fan of direct mail campaigns. Okay, for speakers, you know, that, that are looking to secure your speaking schedule. And if you haven't already, make sure that you go and I had a blog and I talk about a direct mail campaign. So if you go over to charliejane.com, C-H-A-R-L-I-J-A-N-E.com and go to my blog, I will have one on there where I talk about um, direct mail. And, you know, it covers a number of tried and tested strategies for securing new speaking opportunities. However, it's possible to choose a great strategy and still receive no leads, right? I guess. What is the reason for that? Poor execution. Okay. Carrying out an effective direct mail campaign is a process that has many components and getting just one of them wrong can kind of pull the whole thing apart, right? So with that in mind, I'm going to take you through each phase of a direct mail campaign. I want you to write these down as step by step. Uh, If you're driving, please do not write these down until you get to your office or to your home. Do not write when you're driving. Um, But these are going to ensure, these steps are going to ensure that you have the best chance of securing gigs, all right? So step number one, write this down. Research and targeting. Research and targeting. The first and perhaps the most important stage of any direct mail campaign is the research phase, okay? And just putting in the hard yards here can make all the difference. The issue I see with many um, newer speakers and they're trying out direct mail marketing is that they take a kind of like a, a scattergun approach. And they're sending out mailers to, you know, anyone and everyone that could potentially book them. This is a huge, huge mistake. This is a big mistake. 
you know, you're just going to end up sending, um, spending time and, and money on people that will never be a good fit for you. So instead, you want to focus your energies on finding the people that will be receptive to your unique talents and attributes. All right. Now, you should pour as much time and energy as you possibly can into carving out a specific audience and compiling leads within that niche to send the direct mail to. Yeah, I know this is a process. You know, it's going to take a lot more time up front, but it is definitely going to pay dividends later down the line when you're, you know, you're converting your leads into bookings. Okay. If it's taking you longer, you know, than you would like, you could do this in, I don't know, let's just say batches of 20 organizations. Okay. Or, or meeting planners to keep the campaign cycle streamlined and then just start the entire process again. You know, once you've exhausted your options with those 20, um, those first 20, then go to the next 20, okay? And on a side note, please take really good notes of these, okay? Get, start something in, in um, uh, maybe like a Google Sheet. And um, actually, I might have something. I'll see what I have. And if I have it, I'll add it to the show notes. Um, if not, maybe send me a, a message on Facebook and I'll see what I can do for you. But definitely, you really want to keep really good track of these um, because follow-up is crucial. Okay, number two. Number two is about picking a direct mail strategy, right? We need to have a strategy. I've talked um, about direct mail strategies extensively in um, the blog post that I was telling you about, so don't forget to hop on over there. So I will try to keep this brief. The point of your direct mailer is to grab the attention, okay? So so the leads are intrigued enough to open it is what I'm saying. So make sure that whatever you send, um, if it's a letter, a brochure, uh, also what I call quote unquote lumpy mail, that is going to grab the attention of the recipient, all right? Use bright colors, unusual shapes, sizes. These are your friends in this regard, all right? Number three, send out your direct mail campaign. Send your send out your direct mailers. Once you've completed your research, okay, and you've picked out your top targets and you've decided upon a strategy, it's time to send them out, okay? Depending on what you're sending, you might not want to use um, the post office. Instead, maybe go for like a UPS. The act of making your targeted leads sign for something or um, just because it is actually showing up FedEx, UPS, and not d- regular mail, it's going to just really pique their interest, okay? So in many ways, this is kind of where the hard work starts. You can, you can just send them all out and hope somebody calls you back, but you need to be proactive. You need to be proactive. And this is where that where I told you that you should be very, very organized and, and do something in a Google Sheet so you can keep track of everything, okay? So I'm going to explain this, okay? So this is actually step number four, follow-up. Follow-up, follow-up is huge, 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 okay? The biggest mistake, the biggest mistake I see speakers make when they are are executing a direct mail campaign is they're not following up. They're not following up. Ay, ay, ay. It's all about the follow-up. Do you know how many speakers I know that have gotten a speaking gig or a new client, you know, a, a consulting just because they followed up? Because these planners, these organizations, these um, these people that hire speakers, they're busy. 
they might see what you sent them in the mail and they're like, yes, I need this. Okay, so they set it on the desk and before you know it, it's put into a pile and then it's put onto a shelf and then it's just gathering dust. They forget there's so much going on in everybody's today, you know, in their lives today that they need to be reminded. They, you need to follow up with them, okay? Because you don't want it sitting on the shelf gathering dust and you do not want it to go into the trash can or fall on the floor or whatever may happen. So follow up is crucial, crucial. And remember, just because, you know, like I said, some just because someone hasn't gotten in contact with you, that doesn't mean that they didn't love what you received, you know, what they got, you know, and, and they, re they refuse to absolutely find out anymore. Again, life gets in the way. People get busy. There's work emergencies. There's family emergencies. And, you know, they all drag attention away from your perfectly targeted mail campaign. So here's the deal. Once you've waited a few days after your mail should have arrived, it's time to initiate your follow-ups. Again, use your tracker, use your organization um, spreadsheet that you created. You've got several options here. You can either drop them an email. Um, you could send them another mailer that gets, you know, slightly different, but, you know, it's recognizable because similar to your first batch. Um, or my, my personal favorite... Just give them a call. See what they think of what you sent out. Nobody's calling anybody anymore, okay? Pick up the phone and call them, okay? So you don't want to call them? Maybe you want to go find them on social media and get in front of them that way. Maybe send them a DM or a PM. You know, like their stuff, comment on their stuff they're putting on social. Get in front of them, but do follow up. I, and again, I do recommend just picking up the phone and calling, right? It's, it's the quickest route and it's more personal, personable. All right. It takes an average of seven touch points before someone will consider making a purchase. I know that you've probably heard this a million times. So use that general rule of thumb as your guidance when following up with a potential lead. If anything, your direct mailer acts as the, you know, like an icebreaker, right? You're opening the door and allowing your name to enter the event planner's mind. It's then up to you to force that door open, gently mind you, and convert that initial interest into a converted booking, right? Yes. Follow-up is very important, very important. Number five, I talked about this through this podcast, but we're gonna, I'm gonna talk about it again. Track everything, and then I want you to start this cycle again. It is crucial, crucial, and I know I've been saying it through the podcast, to stay organized, to get the most out of your direct mail efforts, okay? You don't want to just throw a bunch of junk out there, and you just don't do anything about it, okay? You just sent off 20 notes or 20 postcards or 20 whatever, and you don't do anything about it, okay? You need to note down your actions through every step of this journey, especially during the follow-up phase. Note down the people's names, um, the company name, their their phone, email, you know, wh where they are um, up to, you know, in that direct mail funnel. What actions you have taken and what steps you need to take next. This all needs to be documented. That way, when you come back to a contact that you haven't interacted in a while, you're going to know exactly where you are, right? Because you took really good notes. You're not going to be thrown off or say, hey, can you remind me uh, what the heck was it we were talking about? No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Now, once you've exhausted all your potential leads, it's time to roll that campaign out again. 
all right? Keep tabs on everything in case someone gets in contact out of the blue. And then start the entire cycle over with a new batch of potential leads. There's thousands of them out there, thousands. If you don't want to start doing with, with 20, do 10. If you don't want to do 10 or if you're a firecracker, do 50, okay? But just make this a repeating cycle and, and incorporate this into your marketing strategies for your business because remember you are a marketer first you're a speaker second if you do not market and you do not create um, marketing strategies into your business you're not going to grow so this is a this is just an excellent way um to grow your business a lot of people are not doing it anymore so you be the standout okay a lot of people are not picking up the phone and just saying hey okay be that person don't 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 be afraid of rejection we all get rejected. It's okay. That person, you, you were not meant to serve. Hang up the phone nicely, say thank you, and do it again because you're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to get a lot of rejections, but that's okay. You can pick up your head, wipe yourself off, and you're going to keep making those phone calls, and you're going to keep sending out those direct mail uh, campaigns, which when I say this, usually it's it can be postcards. Um, I've talked about in another um, podcast or was in a blog, and I don't want to. I don't want to get too too far off the path here. But I mentioned earlier. I call it lumpy mail. Lumpy mail is like a package that you send. Just a small package. Um. And it can have something in it that um, is relevant to what you do. I'm trying to think. I cannot remember the name of the speaker. And I know I've talked about this before, but I, gosh darn, I can't remember her name. But anyways, she had sent a diaper in the mail. Just a lightweight, didn't cost very much to send it. In a, in a colorful envelope, or maybe she used a colored marker on an envelope. And that, my friend, is called lumpy mail. That is going to catch somebody's attention because even when they get a package in the mail and you can feel there's something in it, I think people are going to open it up, right? And then you get a diaper in there and you're like, oh, what the heck? Well, it's a clean diaper. <laughs> but still, it had something to do with... Um, her expertise area, and I can't remember right now, but that is what I call lumping mail. You can do that as well. I, I do recommend that. You know, direct mail marketing is so much more than sending out, you know, hundreds of postcards and just hoping for a phone call because taking that approach is going to yield next to nothing in the terms of results. However, by taking the following steps that I talked about, you can really ensure that you just squeeze the most out of, you know, each and every contact resulting in much higher conversion rates and crucially, more gigs booked for your business, okay? Now, direct mail is just one of, as I said, many marketing, marketing tactics you can use to, to secure uh, speaking opportunities. Now, if you want to learn more um, about outbound uh, marketing strategies, you know, and, and who's doing it and what they're doing, hop on over to our free Facebook group. I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, it is Grow Your Speaking Business, or your speaking business, you can find us over there, um, www.speakingbizcommunity.com. We'll also get you over there as well. You would get, you're going to get some fantastic advice um, on this, and I'm also in there to answer any questions that you might um, have. I also should mention... Um, our team did create some speaker marketing templates. They are free they're free. There's 41, 44 pages of marketing templates. I forget. Um, but I am going to leave that in the show notes um, with this podcast. 
And also, I have a list, I call it the 700 list. And in that list, there's 700 companies and organizations that have hired speakers in the past. It might be a good start for you in starting your direct mail campaign, kind of go through the list and maybe research some of their events and conferences they've had in the past. Or maybe there's some that you really, really want to be on their stage. Well, doing some direct mail campaigns is going to be awesome for that. So I will add that to the list. It is some free marketing templates for you. And then also the free 700 list um, is going to help you out and be a great resource for what I talked about today. So I look forward to seeing you over in our Facebook group, Grow Your Speaking Business. And y'all have a fantastic, fantastic day. Bye.